Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We got a great lineup for you today. Uh, We're going to be starting the conversation with somebody that wrote this book, but beyond that, uh, is a coach in his own right. But he wrote a book. And when I saw the book, and at least the title of the book, it grabbed my attention. Now, fast forward to where we are today. And I bet Greg Sulzer could probably add a number of other questions to his book, 27 Questions to Make You Sweat, A Workout Guide for the Soul. Now, if we were just talking during the break about what does it mean to be in the world today? And when I went back and reread his book, you know, this is somebody that has committed his life to helping people show up as their best. Um, You know, he was someone that was influenced by uh, the many people that I was influenced by, but, you know, those psychological texts that came out, those people, Freud, Jung, Adler, uh, uh, all of these people, what did they do to contribute to our knowledge and well-being. But then what happens when you get a sense beyond all of that to a different philosophy? How do you integrate all this, right? How do you take what you've learned in life and come forward and say, I want to be able to teach and to coach and to bring the best of psychology to the forefront, but how do we do it in today's day and age? And that's what you're gonna learn about Greg today. But the book that I have in front of me, and I will say that there are definitely some of these questions that did make me sweat. 27 questions to make you sweat. Now, why do you want to sweat? Well, that's going to be the basis for our show today and more. Greg, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Pat. That was a beautiful intro. Um, Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, I love that question, why do I want people to sweat? And, you know, I think, I mean, you know, as I talked about in the book, my father was a Freudian analyst. And growing up in that environment, my dad was also a hardcore atheist, so was my mom. And so I grew up in this home that was so psychologically based that there was no, we never talked about God because neither of my parents believed in it. It was just all about the psychology and the analytic theory and Jung and that, you know, all those guys. They're the ones that really could bring us to, you know, without sounding weird because psychologists don't like the word, but bringing us to enlightenment you know, bringing us to our best self. But as I talk about early on, when I was 18, I had this woman that I was seeing who turned me on to this Indian philosopher, Krishnamurti, and he really had a profound effect because his whole idea was, you know, he was very psychological-based, but I feel like he was sort of a mystic also. And his whole thing was just stay tuned inside. And the reason I think wedding, the reason I use that title is because I really believe unless we're willing to confront some difficult issues, you know, especially difficult issues within ourselves, it's very hard to grow. I mean, I don't really know how else you grow, you know, other than having to confront things that are difficult. I mean, you know, if you go to the gym, you're not getting stronger by lifting five pounds every day. 
you know, and um, I think that the weird thing for me, having an analyst as a father, yeah, who supposedly was all about, you know, all about communication and depth and and talking about everything and your emotions. I mean, the truth of the matter is, he really had no ability to communicate. I mean, he kind of had a falling out from grace, but he had no idea how to communicate. But by the time I was eighteen. There was very little communication with him. And so I kind of went on this quest of how are we supposed to communicate with each other at a deep level where we can bring out who we are authentically, you know, where we're actually being ourselves. And, and the, I think... Sorry. But this, what you're talking about, though, is so important, Right. And yeah, isn't it interesting how we get these lessons and how it how it really uh, helps sculpt who we become in the world and then what the gifts are that we're going to bring forward in the world to help other people? See, I think those are the three connecting dots for me. Uh-huh. People ask me, look, I've been doing this 16 years and every day right. I'm more excited about it than the day before. But every right. once in a while I'll get asked questions and I'm sure you get asked these questions, but mm-hmm. never quite in the context that you've got it in the book. But here's right. what I know. When we are out in the world and we are working to get our bodies fit, right? Or if Mm -hmm. you're working with your doctor, everybody will tell you sweating is a good thing. You've got to sweat. But why? Well, because it is removing the stuff in your body that your body doesn't need. That's why I love your approach to this. Because you're saying, look, if this is a question, do you have one secret fear that is your constant companion? And you read that. And you start to feel a little something going on. Maybe your neck gets a little tight. Maybe your heart is pumping a little bit. Maybe you just look at that question and you say, I'm not reading that chapter. This this guy, forget it. I'm not reading that thing. Uh, that means no, you should read it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, I got to just share this fact because it's really, you know, this book, I, you know, I've been working on it for quite a while. And since it's here now in the world, it's, in, a, in my own personal life, it's sort of been like kryptonite because there are people in my life that have been in my life for a very long time. Mm. And once this book came out, it really confronted them with who they are and the way that we communicate and relate. And it's incredible because I definitely have some friends from the past that have no desire to look at themselves at all. And I'm not friends with them anymore because if you don't want to look at yourself, and be willing to say, wow, you know what? I've been doing some things wrong, and I'm scared of some things because, you know, something I talk about in the book a lot, you see, is I talk about love and fear. And, you know, I am a huge believer, and I'm certainly not the first one. I'm sure you believe this. I feel like anyone that's in the self-development world believes this, is that when you're scared of something, that's the signal that you need to run towards it with yeah. all of your being. You just need to yeah. run towards it. You know, I mean, because how else are we ever going to overcome those things? And the answer is we're not, you know, everyone has this idea that you just, you know, we're all on this evolutionary trail, which is true, obviously. But as we know, I mean, evolution on the planet, I mean, our planet's been around for four, 16, 14 billion years, sorry, 13 point something billion years. And for billions of years, nothing was happening, you know, and I think the same with humans. I mean, if you're not going to work on yourself, just because you're 60 or 70 years old, that doesn't necessarily mean you're evolved. You know what I mean? If you're keeping the same headspace and you've never addressed some fears, that doesn't mean you're evolving. You know, and going towards the fear, and I guess one of my hopes from writing this was that I just would love people to address some of those fears and talk about them with people that are close because I know, again, for me, I'm trying to walk the walk in this book. And, you know, the first chapter, I had this conversation with my sister. And I'm not, it's just, I've had that conversation with her. She and I have gone back and forth, but just this past Christmas, she and I had a huge breakthrough, and I've never been close to her. I talk to her like four days a week now. 
I mean, yeah. we were always close, but we broke through because I, I had to look at, I really had to look at the way that I was communicating with her. And, you know, it was, there were things that I was doing that weren't completely loving. And I'm obviously approached, you know, and she also had to come clean. And it just, it felt amazing. You know what I mean? It feels amazing when you can have those breakthroughs with the people in your life that are closest. But I know just from personally living it, the only way that's happening is by addressing the fear. It's just there's no chance you're having a breakthrough without that. And, and there, there isn't. And, you know, here's the thing, too. We, I've, I say something on the show, and every time I say it, I get some kind of email, maybe, or I'll get something from one of our listeners, or, and we're getting ready to do a massive, massive, um, what we call massive communication opening for people to come forward and have a conversation about what they're feeling about what's going on right now in the world. And Mm -hmm. every time I say this statement, which is, I don't know what I don't know. People email me and say, you've got to know. I mean, you're Dr. Pat. And I say, no, I really don't know what I don't know. I love bringing people like you on the show. Uh, And, you know, and, and it's interesting because people say, does it ever get boring for you? And I say, well, uh, if you don't read the books that your guests are putting in front of you, yes, it will get very boring because you're making up your own you-know-what. But when you read the book, like I read yours, it tells me something about you. It tells me something about you, your life's journey, what you are passionate and purposeful about how you want more to bring people together than to separate us. And that's what happened to me. I mean, this is really what I love about this. But the 27 questions, when we come back from break, I want to know from you, is there one of these that makes you sweat like you are sitting in a sauna? And is there a, I can't wait to hear this. And is there a question that if you were going to write the book today, you might add. We're going to have some fun, right? Let's take a (laughs) short break, everybody. I have, listen, I have three copies of this to give away. I must say this to everybody listening. Many of you are home right now. I'm telling you, if you had this book in front of you with your family, this would occupy your mind your time, you would turn that television off. You wouldn't be like me thinking about how am I going to fit a, uh, uh, a a tournament table tennis table in the space that doesn't fit it. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories, aspire higher, and live a whole lot larger to help you unleash your powered up, pumped up, I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Are you truly ready to experience overflow in every area of your life? Are you ready to go from limited to limitless? Imagine starting your week off with a deeper connection to the dog consciousness. It's time for you to feel inspired, uplifted, and shifted. I invite you to join me, Tracy L, online or in person for our Soul Sundays. Start your week off feeling empowered and ready to serve and expand the miracles waiting for you. Are you concerned about the coronavirus? The Ecosystem Approach Show is doing four shows on the coronavirus with energy techniques that we do with you during the show to help activate your immune system. As intuitives, we see the energies that enable this virus and how it's spread. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on Transformation Talk Radio. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, and loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power at work, 
home, and play. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms, helping everyday women create extraordinary lives every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit VibrantPowerfulMoms.com. Are you ready to awaken to your divine and true potential? Tune in to a Spirited Exchange Radio with me, Carrie Kadambi, every second and fourth Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We discuss the evolution of the modern mind and how the power of awakening, healing, and connecting allows us to step into living a life of love in action. For more information about me, visit thedivineguidancegift.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Great to have all of you tuning us in, turning us on. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. For those of you out there, we have also launched Transformation Talk Radio. It is our 10th year anniversary for TTR. Uh, For many of you, you have heard me talk about our expansive technology, and I will tell you that it is done. We are reviewing it today, so stay tuned for more about that. But in the meantime, you know, we do what we do. We bring you the people you want to hear from. Greg is one of those people. Uh, Greg, before we get back into the book and before I give my first copy of the book away, how do people find out about you? Because you also um, have a coaching practice. You also are a speaker. Tell folks how they can plug into what you're sweating about. So they can plug in by my website is gwscoaching.com. They can check me out there, see what I do. I have some blog posts, I have a bunch of stuff on there. And they can go to my Instagram, which I, every few days, I do what I call my message of love, peace, and truth. And I sort of talk about what, you know, in the moment, like many of us in this game, I just talk about what I'm working through. And, you know, like today, which which is a rare one, sometimes I'm also a musician. That's what I did when I was younger. Today, I actually played a little piece of music that I wrote. I don't do a whole lot of music on there, but generally, you know, but Instagram is a good way to see what I'm doing. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Uh, and by the way, you can find and find out how to get copies of the book here as well. And what we're talking about is we're talking about 27 questions to make you sweat. It is a workout guide for the soul, really is a workout guide for the soul, because the questions and I, I was really pleasantly surprised at the questions because they were questions that bring us down to the practicality of life. Um, They weren't these questions that people have a very difficult time even wrapping their minds around, right? Um, So, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, um, it wasn't like uh, questions about uh, why are you here? I mean, you know, for me, every day being a homeless person in New York, if you'd asked me the question, why am I here? I, I yes. probably wouldn't have been able to answer that question without cussing a lot. I don't <laughs> think I would, right? Yeah. But no, I mean, today, yeah. right, I get a question like, what part do you play in economic justice? And the fire in the back of my eyeball, just reading that question, what part do you play in economic justice, Right. It was the least expected question I would find in the book. But I want to ask you this. Okay. Do you have a hot button question for you today? Do you have one of these in here that, like, is she going to ask me about that? I'm going to sweat to death on the show. Um, It's a tough one, man. I guess, you know. um, You know, I... Since I spent so much time with these questions that I had to wrestle with them, and and my, um, you know, my editor, who's this amazing man, Patrick McCord, who's a PhD and a really bright dude. I mean, we when it came time to editing towards the end, he he was my last editor, and 
you know, we would go at it. I mean, we would go at these questions. And he comes at things from a di- very different place than I do because I sort of come from a more spiritual, you know, some people say woo-woo place than he does. Um, but, you know, I mean, I guess the big, you know, it's like my secret fear, you know. I mean, I, I still, you know, I still live with this idea, and it does kind of, I actually just saw Patrick the other day. I do live with this secret fear. I, you know, I tell the truth in that my secret fear is being in love again because it's been quite some time. And it does uh, freak me out a little because when I was younger, I mean, you know, I lived with someone a long time. I was married for a while. But it has been quite some time since I felt that and kind of feel like since I talk about love all the time, it's really the only thing that I care about. But it's also, you know, something that I don't really think we control. At least I haven't figured out how to control it. I mean, maybe some smarter people than me have. <laughs> but I'm not sure how you control that. Yeah. I'm kind of like you. And boy, it's funny you brought that up because uh-huh. that is what I'm in the same place you're in around yeah. that. And mm-hmm. people ask me, they're like, dude, like, what? You, we just found out like you're single. Right. Well, get get on them like the like. What did they tell me to get on the website? Oh my gosh, Benny, I can't remember it. They probably told you to get on Bumble. Some kind of like senior website matching dating thing, something like that. It was like Uh (laughs) he probably told you to do the same thing, but (laughs) but but it's interesting because the the question really is, wow, are you single? I mean, that would be a question that would make a lot of people sweat. Right. The idea of being yeah. single. Right. If well, you had that I mean, in your book and like, oh, OK, question make you sit. Are you single? Right. And people well, are think, like, oh, well, I think you can make you sweat if you've been married or if you've been in long term relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, I don't think it's making you sweat if you're someone that's been single your life. But I mean, when I think about it, Pat, from the time, I mean, I was kind of as a kid, I had an older sister, who's two years older than me. And, you know, when you're growing up two years. It's kind of the, at least I feel for me, it was like the perfect age to have an older sister because a lot of her friends offended me. But when I was growing up, I was too young for them, for me to go out with. I mean, when, I, when I'm in seventh grade and they're in ninth grade, they look at me as a child. You know what I mean? I'm a child to them. But I do remember thinking I didn't want to have a girlfriend until I could be, at least until I could drive. You know what I mean? I didn't have to ask my parents to get, go pick up my girlfriend and leave, you know, until I felt like a person. But from the time that I started dating women, I mean, I'd say for a solid 20, 25 years, I mean, the longest that I ever went, went without having a significant other was only a few months. You know, so I was never single. And again, if I was, I mean, when you're 23 and you're single for two, three months, that's not a big deal. You know, that's, I mean, I think a lot of people do that. Well, I'm like you. I think we could be twins in that way. And, uh you know, I I now I'm older and I understand what that was about for me. Right. Right. But I I also think and people ask me about where are we today? And Pat, what are you going to do? This is the question I get asked because people know me. They know Mm -hmm. 16 years, positive talk radio, activist in so many ways, activist for Lyme disease, activist for AIDS epidemic, activist for equal rights. They Mm -hmm. know me as this. So they're waiting to see what we do here at the network. And one of the things Jessica reminded me of in the time we live in, there's Mm -hmm. a time we live in that we can really have questions that are coming to the forefront that make us sweat really questions that make us sweat. But there's another aspect to this, which I had to dig deep and remember. And I was reading your book. And one of the questions in your book had to do for with forgiveness. Right. And here's where we are today as a network, we are going to do something very, very important. We're going to do something important with what's going on to keep people educated and informed. Not everybody has CNN. Not everybody yeah. is plugged into, you know, some app they can pay for. We, mm-hmm. we live in a world where we think everybody has everything. Yeah. Well, the people 
that need the information most don't have it. But there are things we can do. And I want to ask you this question. Um, Is there a question that if you had the opportunity to add to your book, what would you add? Man, that's a great question. I'll tell you what, I'll go to break and I'll let you think about it. But right now, Benny, let's give a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. Let's give a copy of the book away. When we come back, I want to hear what Greg's going to say. I'll tell you the question that got me more fired up today than I've probably if 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 I'd have done this interview like six weeks ago, it wouldn't have. But when we come back, We're going to talk questions. But let me ask you guys out there, when you call in to get a copy of the book, here's what I want to ask you. Is there a question that you could think of that makes you sweat? Give that question to Benny. We'll give you a copy of the book. Let's kick it up, Benny. Short break. We'll be right back. Maybe Benny pulled up Janice. I don't know. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host Tannis McRae is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Merworld Radio with me, Amirabeth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit Amirabeth.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Isn't that the question of all ages? That question Janice was just singing right there. (laughs) If you don't even know the next part of the question, didn't I make you feel like dot, dot, dot? Uh, We're going to get that thing up. But for a minute, Greg, look, thank you. Greg is the author of 27 Questions to Make You Sweat, a workout guide for the soul. And it is a workout guide for the soul. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do with this, my best friend, Linda, We're thinking about like, okay, you're not out playing table tennis, so you're probably, Pat, like chewing on your furniture. So (laughs) I'm going to be like, Linda, we're going to answer these questions. 
That's what we're going to do. We're giving copies of Greg's book away. 1-800-930-2819. You know, look, there are a lot of things we could talk about in this book. But I want to talk about a couple different things in this in this book and your motivation for bringing this forward. The other thing I also want to make sure people understand, and let's give a copy of the book away, 1-800-930-2819. You don't just ask the questions. There's more to this book than just a bunch of questions. You, you ask the question, you talk about the question, and then you give us a call to action and you call it sweat this out mm-hmm. get the notebook out two days yeah. two pages make a conscious choice to be kind to everyone and look at you're asking questions about jesus you're asking questions about buddha but i'll tell you there's a couple questions in this book that i think people absolutely struggle to will not admit to don't know what to do with it if they did, cannot even answer it. But I want to ask you, gave you a little time to think. Right. You had to add a question to the book. Do you have one that pops up for you? Well, we were talking, it would be a political question. And it would be to politicians. And the question would be, how am I to communicate with both sides and truly listen to the other side without bias. Yeah. Now, I know that that is a crazy question because, as we both know, we are living in an unprecedented time. Forget this corona thing for a second. I mean, that's totally unprecedented. But the idea that our political system is literally one side against the other. It's almost like there is no communication between the two sides. And that was not that way when I was a kid. I mean, when I was a kid, yes, you were Democrat or Republican, but there was there was none of this deep animosity, you know? And It's called and hate. It's, right, it's okay. called anger and hate. If we want to yeah. be if we want to be forthcoming about it, it really is. You know, I have a friend yes. that is a lobbyist. What do you call them? Lobbyist. Yeah. And she will tell you up front that she she has to go home every night and take a shower, wow. not because of what she's lobbying or what people say, but yeah. she says the energy of hate is so per, it's so there in your face, and so you can't come to the table if you have hate. Hey, look, well, I grew up in a family where Mama was the Democrat, loved right. Kennedy, loved Marilyn Monroe, Daddy. Love Nixon. So I grew up in a family where as kids, us three girls, and then my brother, we got to hear both sides of everything upside down and sideways. So what that meant is we had to choose for ourselves. Right. Which is awesome. I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing to hear both sides. I mean, one of my favorite things that I say to friends all the time, I'm a huge believer in the round table because I'm open. Please. Share your views. I've always said, tell me why a billion-dollar company deserves a break. I'm open to hearing it. It's really difficult for me to agree with it, but please share. Why does a billionaire need a break? It's still, to me, I, I yet to understand how a human being with blood pumping through their veins and a brain thinks, that's actually a good idea. I, I can't, but please share it. I mean, I just, I feel like that's the thing that's the hardest for me about what's going on in our country and what I've seen. We we talked about on the break, we talked about music, but I think the music is a reflection of what was going on in the mass consciousness. Because I remember in the 80s, very specifically, I was getting out of high school, I was just starting college, and I just remember this new consciousness about greed is good. And Reagan talking about trickle-down, like, sorry, since that time, things have gone, from my perception, very downhill, from my perception. You know what I mean? I don't think that that, that those were particularly healthy for society. Well, let's just be clear if we're going to go there for a minute, because one of your questions, and it is the one, 
it is the question that when I got to this question in your book, for those of you uh, just tuning in, Greg and I are talking about his fabulous book, 27 Questions to Make You Sweat. I got to say this for everybody that's thinking about this, and certainly we have copies of the book, 1-800-930-2819. I want to give you a copy. It's not just a book that lets you hang out there and dangle with the question. It is the one that provides you with an an alternative to look at the question deeper and then decide to yourself what you want to do with it. But even more than that, what Greg does is he says, now here's an exercise, here's the solution. So here's the question that I got to tell you, you included this in your book. But you actually, you double down. It's like there's really 28 questions in your book. Uh Uh, Okay, I'm calling out a little bit because I think they're not the same question. And let me tell you, it is the question in today's world right now that if you all could answer this question we will be able to get you help and the question is question number 21 are you an addict that's the question now what does that mean man that's like drugs alcohol food the internet your cell phone if you can answer that and that's why i say the second part of this question is to me it, coming from a family of addicts and myself in yeah. recovery, the second part of the question is a separate question. How long right. would you stay yeah. with an addict, right? You, if you, how long would you stay with them? Because they're two different animals to me. You're right. But I agree. these are the hardest bleeping questions in the world. And I got to tell you, that second one, how long would you stay with an addict? Yeah. That is hard. Uh, it's amazing that you brought that up because on a lot of my other interviews and podcasts and radio, people ask me, that's the one question I say. I think that's the hardest question in the book because I also something that, you know, my dad was an addict. I had two sisters were addicts. Both, one died from it. And it's just, the thing is, so many of us are addicted and we don't even, you know, we think shopping. We just constantly do that. Well, yeah, I'm not so sure that's quite as destructive as shooting heroin into your veins, but right. it's still an addictive behavior, which is you running from something. And I feel like so many of the questions in this book, it's sort of like, what are you running from? Let's try to just take some time so we don't have to be running. But that add a question, you nailed it. It is. I, I mean, it's, it's the most difficult because, as I say, I mean, to be able to shut the door to whether it's your wife, your husband, your child, you know, someone that you love deeply. Man, I think it's the hardest thing in the world, and I don't think I'm alone because I think the reason so many people stay addicted is because the, the strength that it takes to be able to do that is almost superhuman. You know, yeah. you shut the door on someone that you love who's addicted. But as you know, because you've been through this, most of the research, I would say more than most, I mean, all of it pretty much says when someone is addicted, the shorter time that you as the non-addicted caregiver can, can lay down the rules and say, here are the consequences, the better chance that that person is going to get help. I mean, it's yeah. true. You know? I mean, there is an expression, right? There is an expression that comes from the conversation you and I are having. And it really is a question for all time. It also is a question for the time we live in today. Um, And let me explain this really quickly. Fast forward to where we are today, if we could. You know, we are now in a place where everything is shutting down. Everything is shutting down. The one thing, yep, the one thing that's not shutting down is people's ability to buy drugs and alcohol. That is the thing not shutting down. And you know, one of the comments or one of the, um, let's just say, challenges that show up in living with people that are addicted or families that, that have addictions or yourself or your children, the hardest thing to do is, t- is the expression tough love. That is an expression that comes from this movement. And yet, If you ask me what tough love was, 
I couldn't give you a definition, but I could give you examples. You see, that that sure. makes people sweat. Yes, and I think you know it's so weird because in a weird way, those I mean, that expression "tough love," one could say that that's an oxymoron, right? Because we all think of love as gentle and one, you know, sweet and nurturing. So the idea of tough love, but the reason I believe tough love work a good portion of the time. Again, nothing works. You know, every situation is unique and, and different. So we can't just say there's no one answer for everything. But the thing about tough love that generally works is I believe that one of the tenets and one of the other words you can use to talk about love is strength. Someone that really has love in their heart is strong. And I think a lot of us forget that because we think by allowing the person, oh, no, but they really need this, they're going to feel bad. No, man, real love is really, really strong. And that's why tough love so often is the answer. But as you know, I mean, Pat, it takes strength. You, you need to be a strong person. And how do we become strong people? Well, I believe one way is to question difficult things and sweat a little and, you know, have some kind of practice in our life that is helping us stay strong. I mean, that's something I feel like I advocate on almost every page of this book is having some kind of practice that is helping you on a daily basis. And when you wake up in the morning, it's giving you the strength to want to meet the day in a, you know, in a healthy, strong, centered way. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that when we come back, because I think that's the key and that's the essence of really what we're talking about. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the, the messages in the middle. What does it mean to really look at these questions that make you sweat? But more importantly, what does it mean to then take your revelation about them to the next level? Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, this is Kimberly Carlson. And I would love for you to tune in to All In Healing Radio, where together we will begin to experience health, happiness, and harmony in all areas and aspects of life. Join us every first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on TransformationTalkRadio.com. All In Healing will help you release layers of negative beliefs and energies for radiant health, deep joy, and greater abundance. Visit me at KimberlyCarlson.com. Some people dream of freedom before they know it even once. What happens when we find ourselves in unimaginable freedom? Retired, children are grown, we've moved on from caregiving, and don't know what to do with all that time you never had before. Well, it's your life. It's up to you now. On the hit new show, Fresh Courage, it's your time to shine with host Sharon Rolfe on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasic has a special gift for everyone out there. To receive three chapters of the Knowledge Book as a special gift, send your email to mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's Amazon Mary, Amazon Mary, JP99 at gmail.com now to receive this fabulous, fabulous gift of the Knowledge Book. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. 
Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Yep, that's what we're talking about. Just breaking another little piece of my heart. Just break that thing. Just break that heart. Oh, boy, Janice, I tell you. Um, one of the things that will kind of get your heart to pump a little bit faster is taking a look at these 27 questions to make you sweat, a workout guide for the soul. And the reason that I think, Greg, you make this a workout guide for the soul is because if you truly look at these questions and you and you go through the dialogue about them, but then you also sweat it out, there is relief to facing some of these questions. Isn't that one of, one of the underpinnings for you in writing this? It's not just to say these are tough questions, but I, you know, I, Greg, I can get you some help, some relief. Right. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, look, all I really want to do in my life is help people feel better. You know, I said in the beginning, I mean, I have a broken heart, and I just want to see less people feel that. And by having these sweat these out things, actual you know exercises that you can do that can help you address some of these things that can help diminish some of the pain because i feel like a lot of us are in pain and i do know that pain doesn't go anywhere unless we address it i mean that's just you know that the way i do so you know having some of these exercises and i'm I, i mean i really did my best to make them not crazy hard but enough wedding where you're going to have to dig you know that's the thing i mean i remember my sis when she read it she's like wow very it's really good but because i i I mean ideally my my target audience is still young people because i think you know they're just coming into the world and trying to come to grips with all these big things and all these big questions and ideas and themselves and she's like i think it's too heavy for them and i was like i don't know if it's too heavy for them i mean you know when we look at these things and we do these exercises I didn't want them so heavy that you need to be someone that's been on the path, you know, for years. I wanted people that haven't really been on the path, that are willing, at least, that have the courage to say, okay, you know, I really have this very difficult relationship with my dad. Maybe this can help me try to, you know, unwind it a little and untangle it. And so some of the exercises, you know, I have a rough relationship with my boss or with my sister, whatever, you know, and... I think giving people some ideas, and that's all they are. I'm not telling anyone this is how you should live, and I don't ever, I hope I don't, I hope you didn't feel that, that I'm telling you this is what you should believe. I'm simply saying that here's a way to look at it, and you need to figure it out. Because at the end of the day, unless you figure it out, you don't really know it, you know? And I I, I just want to come back to something you said early on. Sure. Is that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. I love that because one of the questions in the book that I really love is, how do you know what you do know? Right. It's it's kind of the same question in reverse. You know, because when you really start to unpack it, it's like, "Hmm, how do I know what I know? Exactly. I guess I went went to church and they told me I'm supposed to believe this. Yeah, well, exactly. You know what I mean? And and not knowing what you don't know, that to me, though, just the fact that you can even ask that, Pat, is a sign of someone that's, you know, relatively enlightened. Because so many people, as you know, they think they know what they, oh, I know, I know everything. No, you don't. I mean, I like to use this analogy. I would say that everyone is at the top of their mountain of enlightenment, consciousness, you know, whatever. They're at the top of their mountain. But the thing is, a lot of people think that they're in the Himalayas. But the truth is, they're not. They're almost, you know, on a little hill in Florida. But there are people in the Himalayas. But when you think that you're in the Himalayas, you think that you understand. And I think it's not until you start really growing that you realize, man, there is so much that I don't know. It's like, some days I feel like I don't know anything. Yeah. Honestly, like, what do I know? Why are you asking Oh, me no, I, I do, too. <laughs> I mean, I, I sometimes I feel like that, too. And I think that, for me, that has been a blessing. 
because yeah. it helps me to see, you know, and put myself in other people's shoes. Now, yeah. there is a question, and I know we've got to wrap it up here in a couple of minutes, okay. but there is a question in here that I think is going to be very important for people right now, you know, across mm -hmm. our country and across the world, you are being right. asked to stay home. And if yep. there's nothing else you do, question number 17 for those of you that are out there with partners is going wow. to be important. <laughs> have exactly. you and your partner defined what you both want? And if you have not done that, especially about both of y'all being in the house right now, ooh, that has to get addressed, doesn't it, Greg? <laughs> I, mean, I love that you picked the, like, that question also to me is one of it's just one of the most wedding questions because again i'm addressing i'm not advocating that you and your partner do anything but what i am advocating is that you at least have the courage to talk about what you need and what you want with your partner openly honestly without fear because I mean, so it's like that to me is a huge thing. It's all about our needs. And a lot of times we're scared to even talk about our needs. Like, yeah, this is what I need, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and I think I love it. If you get yeah, people are home now, they that that definitely should bring up at least a week's worth of uh, discussion. At least a week's worth. But, I mean, th th what you've done, though, is you've given people a doorway to step through. That's it. Yeah. And that's what exactly. I love about this. I, I, first of all, I want to thank you for today. Um, one last thing, tell folks how they can get a copy of the book, but also how they can find out more about you and the work you're doing. Okay. So they can, they can go to Amazon and get it on Amazon. I think you can get it on my website, which is GWS coaching. And you can go there and find out what I'm doing. And you can go to my Instagram and see what I'm up to. And you can hear me. Just try to share some love each and every other day. That's a great personal message to leave everybody with. Um, and I want to thank you for this. Um, the thing that I wanted to say to everybody in the spirit of this book is that this is a time to really step fully into humility. It is that time to really step into, I really don't know what I don't know. But when I learn about it, I would learn about it with an open heart with compassion and with a sense of caring for someone other than myself and myself. Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much for this. Thank you so much, Pat. Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. And let me just say to everybody, we're not done yet. Coming up next, Dr. Sharon Martin, everybody. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.